I'm Autumn, and thanks for listening to You're Not Your Effing Chair, where our goal is to show you that your problems in life don't have to define you. <laughs> oh, I'm Nick. Here we are recording. <laughs> it's only so 1.43 in the a.m. <laughs> well, we had a kid that decided he did not want to go to bed tonight till about 1.15, and then Nick was just snoring. So, like, I got, I got a 15-minute nap in. I really, like, kind of felt like, do I just, like, release the episode a little bit later tomorrow and record it when we wake up? <laughs> I, al- I almost <laughs> let you just keep sleeping. That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, Nick would have woken know- up at 3 a.m. and said, Autumn, get in the closet. Let's go. Shit. <laughs> get in the closet. Run out. It's like, I just, like, record the episode and, like, just stick the mic next to Autumn. So, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're here. Autumn's got a whole show mapped out. Woo! Boy, it's going to be a good one. Let's get rolling. Yeah, Nick didn't do crap. Yeah. Um, but elbow me in the lip tonight. Man, you had to bring it up. Okay. When I had to tease you. I'm sorry. I'm sitting on the couch, and I'm trying to finish up something. What were you finishing up? Scrolling Instagram? No, I was <laughs> reposting some stuff, all right? Okay, okay, I'm okay. doing, like you always say, business on my phone, <laughs> you know? But, uh, so I was doing that, and I was trying to finish, and Autumn laser head behind my- Hey, my... I was just laying up against the couch. Okay, behind me, and then tickles my leg, and I jilted. If no guys, one can see your hand. If you guys motion. were here, I just jilted, just the way I did. Just boom. Well, I got and, a little tooth mark in my lip. And I didn't think lip. their head would be, like, right behind me, like, sniffing my butt, you know? Just being cl- I was not. If you saw the way I was sitting, you were on the other end of the couch. How was I supposed to not lean over with my head down lower? Not tickle me? I don't like to be tickled. You know, guys, I got a I got an elbow to the lip tonight, and I'm bitter. Uh, it's great. Well, I love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Took you to Zeppies. That's true. Yeah, I mean, we were already gonna go to Zeppies, but <laughs> <laughs> all well, right. Well, let's just jump into it. Jump into the show. It's been a busy week. Yeah, it's been a busy week. And there were several times, like, okay, so sometimes we get on the podcast and I'm like, what are we going to talk about, you know, and we kind of have to dig into our past. There's weeks like this week where it's like, there are so many things that have to do with my chair. So it's it's just weird how weeks go from, like, not much to, like, everything has to do with accessibility. And you know what I mean? Yeah. But... We're doing good. We're here. Nick's on and out. I am not. I was reading something. But so, uh, but yeah, this week has definitely been like a week that the wheelchair has been a hard one this week, right? Yeah, but we're going to get into that. We have those noted for later in the show. Yeah. So. True. We'll get to them. Man, that... Suspense. We're just, we're just teasing. You know, us. I think one of the main things is that stupid ramp. At the Ogden Ice Sheet. We were there oh every night last week. But almost, when, except for one. Yeah. And then we were at, you know. And to get myself up that ramp. Oh, man. And like I was, and I know Autumn 
and like she's been like, I'm gonna do it myself. I'm I'm not the type to ask for help. I'm like, I got this. Here we go. And I got like Brooks, and we're finding. One night we were like trying to find something the kids lost or whatever. And iPad. Yeah. Oh, the iPad. Yeah. It was all the way in the other rink, just Mm -hmm. sitting sitting there. there After our all right, see you later, guys. 20 minutes later. All right, see you later, guys. And mm-hmm. Get a little farther down the hall. And then, All right, see you later, guys. I know. Love our hockey crew. And we have honestly, a good hockey crew. We could hang out all night at the ice rink just chit-chatting. Yeah, it's been kind of an emotional week trying to figure out what Lexi's doing and where she's playing. I mean, we have friendships we've invested in. You know, she has goals. And so sometimes I, I've realized this season, in the well, off-season, it's like... Not it's, everything's always going to line up. Yeah, and I I really do just feel like things are going to play out how they're supposed to play out, but that doesn't mean in the moment it's not like any parent that has their kid try out for something. It's anxiety, you know, whether they're trying to make it or not. Yeah. Just there for experience. It was an emotional week. Two weeks, really. Yeah, and she has another tryout Saturday, so... She she did some tryouts just for the experience. This one on Saturday is actually for a team she wants to play for. So, yeah, but it should be fun. Excited. Yeah. Saturday will be a. You know, guys, day. I could spend every <laughs> night of the week. You know, last week was a good week to me. I could yeah. spend every night of the week at the ice rink watching my kid play. There's something about watching your kid play sports, or dance, or do something that they love that makes your mama heart burst. That's yeah, me. And, and tonight I was supposed to play, but then, like, I called in. Last like, You still need me? And they're like, oh, no. I thought someone else told you that we had somebody else fill in. And it was like, we didn't know what to do with ourselves tonight. Yeah, we didn't. It, it was. I mean, the, it was kind of good, though. We yeah, are going on, literally every night. It was the first night in a long time where we just, like, we're like. Sat at home. Well, what do we do? Yeah. We're like, what do right, we do? Well, let's watch a movie. Yeah. We watched half of a movie. I mean, really, how much can you get through of an yeah. adult movie when yeah, you have three yeah. kids roaming their house? Uh, we were watching an adult movie? <laughs> well, a ra- it was rated R. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it's for adults. We were hitting up the you know late night HBO no, shows. No, we were not. <laughs> no, no. That's what they call Suicide Squad, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, we, I was thinking we'd finish it, but... Here we are. It's two o'clock. And yeah, dude. There's so, no way. But yeah. So this week, more than other weeks, um, I've. It's kind of like that fifteenth anniversary starts creeping up. Don't you feel like that? Yeah, I, I, it, it's kind of like it's anniversary you see it, of being you in see a wheelchair. It, it's like okay, it's coming up ahead, and then like you're kind of driving through life, and like oh shoot, that's the next exit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's just like, well, okay. So my anniversary date is September third, and every year I kind of have the feeling of like, oh, I'm fine. You know, like we're gonna celebrate. This is 15 years. Yeah. One more year, and I've spent half my life in my wheelchair. Well, and I the other day I, I was like, Autumn, 15 years right around the corner. Like, what do you want to do? And she's like, I don't know. We could plan a whole thing, and if I wake up that morning and I don't want to do it. Yeah. Well, I just think that now I'm like, I'm fine. We'll do something. We'll do something fun. Let's plan it, whatever. And if the day comes and that it doesn't feel heavy, like the 11 year that we have that video of is really a special year to me because I didn't have that. I didn't have that heavy weight on me. It was more like 
let's go do this. And let's go just, have fun. Let's go be spontaneous. Let's just do all these things to keep was, my mind off of it. It wasn't like we really planned it because it was like, oh, it's 11. It's not 10. It's not 15. Yeah. It's it's not 12. It's it's 11. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know what it was, but I think with each day that gets closer and closer to the 3rd of September, I think I kind of... I don't know. I, f- I f- if you guys feel- got any ideas of what we should do, yeah, I think send I feel anxiety. I think I feel anxiety with the fact that each day that goes on and closer to that, it's been longer that I had this previous life before in a sense it of is, like, it is weird. I was a different person. Yeah. You didn't know me then. Like you didn't, you knew who I was, but yeah. whatever. But I was just such a different person. And I feel like each day that goes by, as it gets closer to my anniversary, it almost reminds me how far away that time of my life was. You yeah. know what I mean? You remember how we were talking the other day and I said, man, high school would have been a lot funner if like we knew each other. <laughs> it would have been like, a lot like, easier. Like it would have been so much fun if like I met you or like started hanging out with you like seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth and, grade. And like we can say that now. But I feel like there were things within my home with my parents and with me. Really, honestly, I I wasn't the same person. And I kind of go into that a little bit later in the podcast of like when something tragic happens to you, you you become a different person, like in a sense of like strength. Strength does stuff to you. Like, you know, and so I don't think that we would be. You're like a caterpillar. Caterpillar. (laughs) Caterpillar. Adam's a caterpillar and now she's a butterfly. (laughs) It's two in the morning. It's two in the morning. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Squirrel. (laughs) But no, I lost my train of thought. But all in all, it's like as the season's changing from like summer to fall, like as all these things are happening, well, it feels the same as when I got hurt. Well, and like we were talking about that. I mean, there was a thing I think last week where the highway patrol kind of got on and talked about how deadly the roads are. Yeah. And that's one and thing. And not only that, but a couple of weeks before that, uh, there was a tragic accident that happened in Utah. And yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, week, a but... lot of family members were lost. And it's just like you're seeing these things over and over and over. And for me, I know that the roads get crazy around Labor Day. That's when I was injured. And so when the roads get crazy, there's this, like, anxiety that comes along with, like, getting in the car and going somewhere. And several of these accidents that have happened, they weren't doing anything wrong, and they had their seatbelts on. They, you know, it's just reckless driving. Some of them aren't. Like, the sandstorm wasn't reckless driving. But the one, there was a bride that passed away because someone was drunk driving and drove the wrong way on the highway. It's just, it's going to a party and not thinking. Well, it's that. And it, ha- it happens when it goes from cold to warm, too, in the spring. Yeah. There's kind of, May, there's kind of this, like, memorial day, Woo! like, a lot of injuries, like, a lot of chaos and crashes on the road around Memorial Day. And there's just this anxiety for me. Yeah. And I, that comes along with that. And I, and like we were talking about, I'm so excited for fall and like just the idea of fall, just like, is just like, oh man, I cannot wait to like wear a hoodie during the day. Yeah. I can't wait to not like, like die of heat. You know, everyone who's like a pumpkin spice, you know, fan, <laughs> like I can't wait for that all to come out. Like I love all that stuff. Not that I really, you know, love pumpkin spice stuff, but like it's just, 
that time just shows that things are about to change. And kind of like you were talking about, and like, it, and like autumn kind of autumn. I mean, went through her own autumn, you know, yeah. she changed in colors, you know, yeah. when she went through her, I like that analogy. You know, yeah. I, I just thought of it. I don't know why I ever thought of that. Yeah. But like, you really it's did. It's very true though. Like you, you like your beginning of your life, you were this tree growing up or this leaf or whatever, and you blossomed in green and you were young and then you went to this tr- tragic accident and you, you know, you changed, changed and, mm-hmm. but you became a different, beautiful. And I, I mean, honestly, people think green is beautiful and it is, and it's my favorite color, but think of dude, all the pretty when colors. You, the when you are. drive through Utah <laughs> in the fall and you look at those mountains, you're like, man, look at all those colors. Yeah. It's just beautiful. It is. It's both of them are beautiful stages of life for different reasons. I, as I was writing the notes for the show, I kind of was digging a little deeper. I just had some music playing. It was quiet. I was in my office by myself and I came to the conclusion that I think that the reason why, um, it becomes hard for me, the closer it gets to September 3rd is because I miss it more. I miss it. Really, that's the bottom line, is I miss it. Um, There's little things like stepping into jeans. There's little things like skipping. You know what I mean? There's these little things that you miss. And it's the things that when you're able-bodied and when you do it every day and when it's a second, second nature to go throw your pants on and step into your jeans, you don't realize what you're doing there. But... I haven't stepped into jeans for almost 15 years. And it's, you probably, know? it's probably one of those, like, you know, there's those things when you were little, whether it was a snack or a treat, you know, or something something that doesn't exist anymore, you know, whether mm-hmm. it's surge drink or something, you know, like when you were drinking a surge, that's just the first thing I thought <laughs> in my mind that, like, doesn't really exist anymore. Some people probably think of this about the McRib every year it goes away, but you know the longer <laughs> the longer you don't have something, your mind almost tricks you to like it was even better. It was even mm-hmm. better, like and like when you were experiencing this small thing, you were like, "Oh, this is just a drink, or this is just a treat, or this is just you just don't even like, comprehend like, how me, lucky you like, are." I think back to like playing youth hockey, and I'm like, "Man." Why did I like just not enjoy it more? Yeah. Yeah, Like, and so you just like the longer it gets away from it, you're like, I wish I could go back. I wish, you know, and like your mind or, or, or for me, maybe it's had I known this was coming, I would have appreciated every day more. Even as a teenager, I would have not sweated the little things. I would. I feel like the people around me wouldn't have sweated all the little things. They would have realized how much time I truly have as that being that like an able-bodied person and really focused on the things that matter. And maybe what you take away from it is look at your life and, and the things that you're grateful for. And there's little things that are petty or are small or a little argument that truly doesn't matter or your kids wearing mismatched clothes or their hair not being perfect or, you know, all these little things that don't matter. Look at the things that do matter. Yeah. You know? Well, and like some of these simple memories age like fine wine, you know? 
Mm-hmm. You don't think it's anything in the beginning, you know, you stick it in the back of your mind and then, you know, poof, few years, like, I wish I could go back and do that small, simple thing. Mm-hmm. Simple thing. And while you're living it, you don't realize it. You don't even, like, take it, you know, so, like, just kind of look around. Yeah, I just thought it was important to kind of, um, some weeks are harder than others, and I think that give being open with my listeners um, and my friends is important to to really give you guys kind of an insight on where my brain is at the closer and closer this day comes. I was talking to our friends Matt and Catherine and her dad went had a, got a spinal cord injury just recently and he just um not celebrated but he just went past had the anniversary of his one year um of being yeah. injured and she said he kind of had the same feelings as I do. You know, you feel like you're just fine going up until that day and that day comes and it's just like, it's just heavy. Yeah. It's heavy. Yeah. It, it always is. And there's some times where we've literally like. I've laid in bed done all day. nothing, you know. Yeah. Just like, That's fine. You know, it's just a day that you got to go through the emotions of how you're feeling that day. Well, and, and there's been years that I. I'm very on edge and emotional and the littlest thing will just make me cry. And the little, you know, yeah, of just like, I'm so emotional and I, there's no filter. There's no, like when you're that kind of your, your mind is that foggy from, I don't know whether it's missing, missing your old life or, you know, I don't know. Your mind's just foggy and, you just cry at all the things. Your emotion, you don't have <laughs> that, any hold back. And that is fine. I mean, <laughs> and some days it hasn't been hard. And some days it's just been like, today was a day. Mm-hmm. And it came, it went. With, and, you know, and I don't know, maybe you're like fighting it internally, but like some days. I think I am. Um, I think that. Some I, days we're busy. You know, I mean, like two years ago, we were still in the hospital with Brooks, you know. And it was right. Just like, That's and I today. think that there's some days that it. It really like comes out in other ways, yeah. And it's on my mind, but even though I'm not saying that, it comes out in you know getting mad at this or getting mad at that or just frustration that I'm not getting enough done that day. Yeah. There's a little bit more to it that's going on in my brain that I'm com- conflicted over. Um, but yeah, so I thought it was important to let you guys know where my headspace was at as far as like the anniversary with it coming up as far as that goes. So. Yeah, um, good, it's good. It's good to have insight, you know, yeah. on, on those things and be open. I'm trying to be open here. Yeah, and, <laughs> an open book. And we're still, like I said, we're looking for ideas. I mean, who knows? We could plan a whole shebang, a bang, a bunch of little fun things. And Autumn, if she, she wakes <laughs> up and she's like, "We ain't doing it," I'm like, "All right, we ain't doing it. Whatever you say." Oh, so let's get kind of go into the the several things. There, there were three. Things I wanted to talk about that we did this week that we ran into accessibility issues um, or just things that like we're not just an everyday kind of like, well, yeah. they're everyday for us. But, you know, something so, that somebody wouldn't have thought about. 
Yeah, and it's kind of going to go into gripe and gains. So I kind of want to talk about the the three events that we had this week and kind of why it was hard for me. I think that as I talk, uh, as I talk and I tell about my life and things that are hard with a wheelchair, I have gotten the feedback that people really enjoy that because they don't realize these things, and so I kind of wanted to touch on that because. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all for teaching. Just like on my Instagram today, I was talking about um, how my life's not a tragedy and the the way I would prefer you respond to certain things versus the way I usually get the response I usually get. So I'm all about teaching. I I want to get that's my goal is to just get awareness, you know, yeah. awareness of People like just to be, why my life is hard because once you. Th- can see the other side of the fence you can have sympathy and once you have sympathy then you can have is it called empathy is that, is that <laughs> i <way>? don't know <laughs> you know not the best words but you can you can realize and kind of understand what somebody's maybe going through. some of the things that i've gone through maybe that morning or similarities to what i've gone through that morning yeah um so my nephew got baptized this weekend and there was a time when Nick left us to go do some things and at the front, and I was trying to contain Brooks. Yeah, and, it was during a prayer. Yeah. And so I'm up there, and I can hear Brooks start screaming, you know. <laughs> well, so Brooks runs to the front, and I'm like, oh, no, he's going for Nick. And I can just imagine him like, what are you doing? Like pushing him out of the, Well, I, yeah, you know. I, I totally imagined he was just going to grab my leg, and we were just going to have to get through it. I almost just let him, but then I'm tell. like, I can't be that mom that's like, my kid's just running there. So I roll to the front, which I really hope that everybody's eyes were closed <laughs> I, I, <laughs> for the prayer. I was. I was like, I'm not opening. I... Yeah, because I rolled to the front and he's pulling away from me, starting to throw a two-year-old fit because we're approaching his second birthday and we're dealing with those fits, which are wonderful, right? Um, and so he's like arching his back. I'm trying to like hold him. Well, He's arching his back and throwing this fit. So how am I supposed to hold him with two hands and wheel myself out? <laughs> and I didn't want to be like, hey, Janie, can you wheel me out? Like Nick's mom. <laughs> like, you know, so she she was like trying to help me. Like she kind of was like leaning back and forth. Like, do you want me to do anything? Like, but this is all during a prayer. So what am I supposed to say? <laughs> yeah. So I just try my best to get out to the hall. Well, both doors are open. So I can't get that far into the hall you know, and it was probably one of those moments that literally was like 15 seconds, but yeah. it felt like forever. So I got into the hall and I just, he kept arching his back. So I just laid him on the floor and he was throwing this fit, kicking and screaming like a two year old does. And my mother in law came out and to try to help me. And she went to like pick him up and that kid jumped in my arms. If you know Brooks, you know that his dad is his little bestie. He does not like to leave his dad's side. And he will settle for me if he can't have his dad. But if anybody tries to touch him, he about loses his mind. Then Otto becomes the best thing. Yes. So he jumped in my lap. He was like, no, no, no. Don't you grab me because I will freak out. Like not even grandmas. (laughs) Like sometimes my mom can, uh, my mom can make him kind of chill out. But it's the more and more we're with her, the better he gets. And so after that, I said, do you want to go get dad? And he says, I he always says I for yes. Mm. You want to go get dad? Yes. So um, I f- was like, we gotta, we gotta be quiet. We gotta be quiet. 
you know, and I calmed him down. And I was proud of myself because usually I can't get Brooks yeah, to calm down. I, it stopped. And I was like, hey. Usually he doesn't calm down until he has what he wants. He's super stubborn. And so I said, okay, let's go in here. Dad's almost done. Dad's almost done. And I just kept whispering in his ear as he sat on my lap. And we wheeled in. And I was able to keep him chill until Nick got done. And it was it was an accomplishment. But it probably looked pretty <laughs> Oh, it probably looked like, what is this girl doing? Like, I, I bet everybody just, that had their eyes open were thinking, should I go help her? You're doing what you had to do. Like, yeah. you're just, you know, sometimes we do things and we're so scared about how we look about doing things. And it's so weird how we care so much about, like, what people see and... And, and and it's weird that that's when I feel self conscious. That's when I feel like. But like, what else? How insecure. Would, how else would that look? For you doing that? Yeah. Like that is just how that looks. Well, and I that. I don't know. I just feel like to some. I I feel like in that moment, I'm sure some of your brothers and sisters and your mom was just like, "What do I do?" And I can't say anything. <laughs> like they just don't know, you know. And so, I mean, I Sign appreciate language it. language would have came in super handy. <laughs> but, yeah, so the another time was um, just a couple days ago, Alice was getting ready for dance. And if you know my life, I hate getting ready for dance. This was another, Alice and this takes, was another moment that I, I couldn't help because I was, I was off. There's a common denominator between all of these things, and it's when I don't have Nick's help or when I when – I, um, I don't know. We'll go over it in a second. But <laughs> so Alice was getting ready for dance. She opens the garage door to go out and get, I think, her shoes or her water bottle from the car. Probably and both. she leaves the door open. And Brooks loves to play in the garage. And like, it, I can't get him. It drives me crazy. So I went down there. I said, I tried the stern mom. Brooks, get in here right now. You know, didn't work, obviously, because it never works with a two-year-old. So I go out there, and he runs around the car. When the garage is shut, I cannot get around the backside of the car. So he runs to the other side. And I'm like, okay. And you don't want to open the garage because if you open the garage, he's, he's booking bolting it. bolting, and our, our driveway is onto the... I mean, the front of our house isn't a super main road, but our driveway is. It's a busier not, road. It's a busier road. Not main, but busier road. Yeah. And so I have that fear, and I can't catch him. So if he goes running, I'm not as fast as him, and I can't catch him, and he has no sense of what the road is, and then we don't... I mean, we've we've there's been a couple times we say, don't go on the road, don't go on the road, but... He's oblivious. He has no idea. Well, so. he knows not to go on the road, but he really doesn't understand the danger that right. is the road. Right. So I had to just wait. It's almost like peekaboo. Because <laughs> I had to wait on the side of the car till he ran around. Because was, it was a game. It was a game to him. Run around, and then you can't get me. And then run around, and you can't get me. And so in that moment, I text Nick, and I said, I'm about to lose my shiz. <laughs> Cause I really was, yeah. but so he peeked around the car and I s grabbed his arm and I picked him up and I was like, "You do not run from mom." And I try to be stern. I never spank him like over like that or anything, but I feel like it's necessary that I'm stern with him. You don't run from mom, yeah. and I think that's something that we've told all three of our kids is you do not run from mom. You yeah. don't. You don't do it. That is that is the worst thing you can do is run from mom. So that was another instance. And then the third thing isn't, here's the thing. 
I had to go to a client's um, office or warehouse and do some things. And this is going to be a monthly occurrence. And so, sure, I could have gone myself, put my wheelchair together myself, and I'm positive the ladies there would have helped me get in. They have an older building that does have stairs on the backside, and on the front side it has the one stair up. The older buildings, I don't know accessibility-wise how they do, but they do. So um, I, I I just kind of said to Nick, I'm like, I, I don't – there's this anxiety that comes with leaving Nick, and it's because I don't know what is going to happen. If yeah. Nick is with me, I know we'll get through any accessibility issue. Right. And and going to this, I'm like, oh, do I want to explain how to do all these things or should I just have Nick come with me, help me in and out, get in and, and out of there? Yeah. And I feel like sometimes I'm like, well, like, is this a when do I got to teach Autumn that she's got to learn these things? Or yeah. She's never. And I'm like, no, I you know, she and, knows well, how to this do is them. my gripe. And so, I mean, obviously he helped me in and out of the building and it, it w- all went great and was quick and whatever. But this is my gripe is I get so comfortable with Nick um, that when he's gone, I get super anxious. Like I, I kind of like think little things happen and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like it just I'm just sets off right away of just like. It's almost like I knew this was going to happen when you're gone. Just Nick, my mom needed help at her work, and so Nick's been helping her out. And so, like, when Al- the whole dance thing happened uh, with Alice, Nick was gone. Nick was at work, so he couldn't help me, and Lexi was nowhere to be found. <laughs> <laughs> but but I there's just this anxiety when he's not with me of, like, what if I can't keep up, you and, know? And... Honestly, those were some of the hardest times when, you know, I'd be at work, you know, far away that, like, I can't help as Autumn would call me and she'd be like, I can't do this. And I'd be like, I, I wish I could just, you know, reach through the phone and, like, just help. Just do it quick. Well, and here's the thing is I'm sure there's some people out there that are saying, why don't you have a helper? Why don't you have someone with you during the day? Why don't you have this? Why don't you have that? Well, Okay, even if the insurance pays it, do you realize how much work this is? <laughs> <laughs> like this just it, I mean it seems like such a great thing, but is it a logical thing? Yeah. You know, is I am very independent and I don't want to have to have someone there constantly doing things for me. And you do it unless it's my it. husband. <laughs> that's the thing is that that's you for me. And so when you're required to work to provide for your family or when you have something that you're away from home, I'm all for it. I'm all for you going and, and doing things with the dudes and, you know, getting out. I think that's really important for you to get out and get away from the family and kind of recoup and have your own time but or, or work. But for me, it's like we are when you're working, we're supposed like a normal person needs to work, right? A normal husband of the family needs to work and bring a wage for the family and provide for them. But I'm kind of stuck at home with this like anxiety of like, can I do this? Can I do this? And when one thing goes out of line, it's like, are you kidding me? Why? Like, 
why is this happening? Why does this happen every time he's gone? Why do I have to deal with this? You know, it's just kind of like my brain switches into like a negative mode. I'm not going to lie. But, I mean, that is life. And we, it's not perfect. And we all deal with things and we think, why do I have to do this? But because life isn't perfect. Because because there isn't like a, a rule that your life has to be easy. Like there's not someone who says... All right, you only have to do two hard things today, uh, two medium things, and then the rest of it, it's going to be a cakewalk. <laughs> so as soon as you get rid of those two hard things, don't worry, you're well, clean. And, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, I mean, to some extent, there's been times that, like, I, I don't talk about my bathroom issues a lot because it is a sensitive subject, and I don't want to be like, yeah, when we were doing this, I had you an accident. listen to the bathroom and, episode. And blah, 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 <laughs> you know, and... And so I don't talk about a whole lot of those things on here, but there has been times when I'm trying to take care of myself and I have a two-year-old that I'm, I have, I'm responsible for, and I'm having to try to take care of the two-year-old also, but I'm also trying to have to take care of myself and do bathroom things and all of that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's little things like that that really happen often that I have to put up with too. So my my gain is that when Nick is going to work and when Nick is away from the family, it, I feel like it's good for Brooks. Is. He is very attached and it's fine. They're little buddies. But I think Nick gets really overwhelmed with it. And I think that um, when Nick goes away, Brooks has really, he has a lot less tantrums, especially in the morning. We're like two friends that hang out too much. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> and not to mention, he's gotten a lot more friendly with his mother. Like, he'll let me hold him. Yeah, he'll give I me kisses. Gone, you know, he'll give me hugs. And here and there. And it really, I honestly think it's been the best thing for you as a mom. Yeah. Because I, it, although it's hard, it's hard to work and try to take care of him. I, I When you're gone, I try to plan out my day so that it's like when you're gone I can spend time with the kids and then when you're home I can be in my office doing my work you know what I mean but but yeah it's definitely like there's a difference when you're gone I'm the one he wants when you're gone and so when you're constantly home he he wants you and trust me I mean when I leave I'm like oh man how hard is this gonna be for autumn and then it usually it works usually works out yes there's some hard parts that come along with it um, that's just life. Yeah. We got to do it. If we want to live it, we all signed up for it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Our living. kids didn't sign up for it. They're, they're just doomed for life. <laughs> no, they, 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 they signed up for it. Lexi, it's, it's funny how as she gets older, there's little things she picks up on that she's so willing to help with my chair. Yeah. I, I love the well, time we're at right now, but I can see where life will go in a few years. And I I just see we're right on the tail end of, like, toddlers, and this is super hard with my wheelchair, to the help starting to come into play. Yeah. Like, our oldest is 10, so we're just barely starting to get that help, you know, from the kids yeah. versus just having these toddlers and kids running around. So, um. Let's go into that one time. Do you want to go in that one so, time? So, that one time, I don't know how much we're going to get on this, but hey, one time, Autumn gets a new wheelchair every five years, you know. I mean, yeah, so this is year five, so this is kind of why it's being brought up, is because I'm I'm having to 
order a new wheelchair and this yeah. is like new shoe new running shoes or no this isn't new this running is like shoes feet. this is like hey you got to wear this pair of pants these shoes and these feet and be functional and these legs for the next 5 years yeah yeah and so 5 years this ago last time and you know I guess I'm speaking to the great customer service that these companies have had that we've dealt with is we've switched companies every time. Yeah, because we can't find a wheelchair. Okay, if you're listening to this and you absolutely love where you got your wheelchair, because I know I have people that listen to this that are paralyzed also. If you love where you got your wheelchair and you love your rep, please give me his information or her information because... I have yet to find someone that I love. And it, it gets to the point where I kind of have to be mean in order to get what I want because every rep knows what you Autumn want. I got a new wheelchair five years ago and her cushion broke a week after she got it. Yep. Never and, got a new one. And here we are five years later and still has her old 10 well, year old so cushion on there. So let's tell the story. So the rep comes over. Rep comes over, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through it quick. But he was kind of like, "Oh yeah, you want a little more of this, a little more of well, that." Well, let's be honest, my hips being, are getting wider. Well, and he's being a salesman to Autumn, yes. and Autumn's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Did this guy?" Well, it's not that I was like, "Yeah," it's like what he was saying made sense. Yeah. My hips were getting wider, so I needed it a little bit wider. But to him, wider meant inches. Well, when you're going. More than one inch. Like I did not need more than one inch wider. Well, we've all been there. Like, cushion. I mean, I mean, really, it's honestly, it's been the other way. But like, you know, you're like, ah, oh, maybe I need to size up a little bit, and then you size up, and you're like, this thing is giant. Yeah. You know. Well, these and pants and are giant. you don't these realize shoes. with a wheelchair, you size up at all as far as like your width or how how far your foot plate goes out in front of you. And anytime you turn your turning radius is however much you sized up. So say two inches, your turning radius. Now when you're turning in your wheelchair is now two inches bigger on every single side. You can't turn well, around. Imagine I already struggle with getting stuck in places. Like how annoying would it be to anybody who's listening? If for one day or a whole month, you had to wear shoes that were two inches longer. Yeah. You had to wear clown shoes for a month. Yeah. How? Like freaking. And function. And like you would be so sick of those shoes and something as simple as shoes. You think, oh, I could do it. Dude, day two, you would be throwing those shoes through a window. Yes. I well, guarantee so it. Well, so this chair comes. Yeah, so this chair, so, this chair is fitted. Well, and and so when Autumn's dealing with these people, like it's her, so I don't like to beg. Hey, whoa, she doesn't want that. Like I'm not gonna be that. Like, well, you will this time. You know, husband. <laughs> I'm so telling you right now, you this, will this chair time. shows up, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, dude, that's a freaking limo. Like that's what this chair reminded me of. That. I was well, like, well, this thing, guy was uneducated. That he told me that giant. my cushion needed to go to my knees, which my mom is my physical therapist. And she was like, no, no, no. You do not want your cushion to rub on the back of your knees because of pressure sores. Hello. Like there, there were just things that he like sounded smart saying that I'm like, oh, I guess that makes sense. I guess that makes sense. But then looking at it, I'm, my mom was like, no, no, no. This is not every every little change you make to that new chair messes with your functionality. Yeah. And I was pissed when this thing showed up. I was pissed. And it I was, was like, fitted for a six-foot person. And like, I'm 5'4". And like, 
the guy left, and I, and I was just mad. And Autumn could tell I was mad, and she's just like, oh, I could tell she was frustrated and just like, just get through this. I wanted so bad to just be okay with the chair. But it's just like, it's not just being okay with the chair for five minutes. This is every second of my life. So, like, I go to, like, put this thing in the, Besides the car. Besides being in the bed. I went to go put this thing in the car, dude. And it was so heavy. Like, it felt, like, twice the weight. And then it doesn't fit in the car because it's so freaking long. I mean, it, it fit in the car, but not the way that it's, I usually put it in. Yeah. I had to take it apart. So, then come to find out this rep didn't order an ultra light wheelchair. Yeah. He just ordered a light wheelchair, which... To someone that has no idea what that is, you would That's not know the difference. I didn't deal. know the difference. That's a huge deal. Yeah, and I didn't know the difference until this chair thing happened. And I'm like, you really didn't order an ultra light? Like, I have to put this in my car. Yeah. I have to lift this. Are you kidding me? Like, already I struggle. And you're adding weight to my chair. Every pound that you add to my chair, every ounce, I have to carry around with me every minute I'm up. Well, and so me being like a like a numbers guy, stat guy, like I was like, when we called them up, I was like, this thing, and I measured the old one, the new one, I weighed both of them, yep. and I was like, this thing is 25% longer, bigger, and this thing is 33% heavier. And I, and I was like, imagine you got, someone said, hey, you're going to be 25% taller tomorrow and you're going to be 33% heavier. Yeah. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you're going to be 260 tomorrow. I'm 5'7". You're going to be uh, 6'3 tomorrow. And all the things that come with that. Though. Yeah. I mean, like, most people are like, yeah, I'd love to be taller, but like it would be a struggle. Like you would like be like, oh my gosh, everything I've done, the way I've done it, Every time you get in your car, you're like, man, my seat's all messed up. Like, it's just, like, such an annoying thing. Well, I took it to work. I, t I, took, I was working at Sola at the time, and I, I took the wheelchair to work the next day. And that's when I texted him at lunch. I came home at lunch and got my old chair. Do you remember? Yeah. Because I couldn't do it any longer. Like, this thing Not is... only that, but they put coated a coating on my wheels. Yeah. That made it so my my hands were literally burning because anytime I had to stop myself, the texture on my wheels um, on the outside bar that you use to push or slow down or whatever, the texture was burning my fingers when yeah. I would try to stop. And like some people that are in wheelchairs, they wear gloves and that's probably to have that's more grip and stuff. But like if you know Autumn, she doesn't wear gloves. Would you uh, wear well, gloves? That's imagine fine. having to put gloves. Uh, well, yeah. Socks on anytime you, I, I don't know, like, I, I don't know a good analogy, but it's just another thing. Yeah. It's not that's... that I'm against gloves. It's just that it's another thing. When I go to wheel, like, okay, sure. If I'm wheeling super far, great. Give me a good pair of gloves. But if I'm wheeling from inside to my car outside, why would I put gloves on? Yeah. but Like, that's just not me. Yeah. So we, I call them that uh, when I went and changed it at lunch, for my old wheelchair, I called him and I'm like, this is not going to work. This is and, not going to work. And enter a year of hell, chaos and hell of getting this thing switched out and uh, everything. And they did end up like taking care of us. Well, the but, like, CEO of the company came to my house and apologized and made sure it was right and fitted me the right way and got me the wheelchair I needed. Yeah. This and, rep just had no idea what but, he was doing. And that was great. But then after that, like we said, 
we still are using an old, like, yeah, nine-year-old cushion. Back. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing is, like, with these wheelchair reps, they have never seen the life of someone that is paralyzed. So if they're, you, if they're telling you. If you're listening to this and you need a new wheelchair rep, give me a call. <laughs> If what if you have a new wheelchair? No, rep? if you're looking for a new wheelchair rep, give me a call. Why? I'll come be your new wheelchair rep. Okay. No, not <laughs> you. No, no, no. no oh, you. okay. You're talking. If you okay, I was talking about like if a company right now <laughs> is hiring a new wheelchair rep. Oh, I will oh. come be your wheelchair rep. Well, see, and it's a di- Nick would be a really good wheelchair rep because he sees someone on a daily basis that puts up with this kind of a thing that he understands that. All the little adjustments you make really affect a person bigger than you expect. So when this guy came into my house and he was like, you're going to want a bigger foot plate, he didn't realize the weight that came along with the foot plate. When he said, you're going to want two inches on the front, he didn't realize the weight that came with those two inches on the front, let alone he wasn't giving me an aluminum or titanium or whatever it is. Wheelchair. Wheelchair. Yeah. It was just like he was telling me I wanted all these things and I'm like, you don't understand my life. So, I mean, there's my complaint is, uh, like, these wheelchair reps have no idea. And then there's grandma wheelchairs, which are only, <laughs> which is fine for a grandma because they don't use them 100% of the time. They use them when they go out and about. So, these front casters are bigger so grandma doesn't fall out front, right? There's different chairs for different injuries and there's different chairs for different stages of life and they're you know like and that's why you get a chair every five years paid by your your insurance is because your life is changing you're gaining weight you're losing weight your your function is different you're you know like imagine if you had to buy all your clothes today for the next five years not to mention these wheelchairs aren't a thousand dollars these these wheelchairs are like 10 times what seven to ten times that amount Yeah. So these chairs are, this is my lifeline. These chairs are expensive and I'm like totally, I have a rep that I'm really hoping will do my chair for me. I've known him for a long time, but the, 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 uh, uh, another hard thing, sorry for stuttering. Another hard thing is insurance. insurance. Yep. And if they don't cover your insurance, you can't just pick whatever rep you want because yep. if they don't cover your insurance, freaking insurance. It's so hard. Like, honestly, ordering wheelchairs. Why can't you just go to the store and order a wheelchair? It's kind of like catheters. When we talked about catheters, why can't you just go buy catheters over the counter? Like, it's not like Autumn's life doesn't, you know, have enough obstacles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you got to throw in Like, a- you're a mom of three. I, I mean, I choose to own my own businesses. You're busy enough, so let me just throw some more stuff on your plate. Let me just make it a little harder for you. Right, griping and gaining, throwing a back end of that one. <laughs> I just will ordering wheelchairs is so hard. And once my chair comes and I love it, and I'm you know, it's great. But, but the like, next year, Nick and I are a, even talking we'll about learning. little changes uh, to my wheelchair, and it gives me anxiety because I'm like, if we make these changes, what if I hate them? And, and I, mean, I tell her, like, you know what, what if we went with on the last one? Like, hey, we do have these other wheelchairs that like work it's weird though once you get used to a certain wheelchair it's you go back to, to go back even go to like your older ones like because mm-hmm. we have them downstairs and like i've had i've just like sat in it to like do something i, I think i recorded, like, a, the I think I recorded a podcast in one and i was uh, just like 
this is a lot different than her new one. Yeah, <laughs> you know? some sit higher, some sit lower. Like, I think it was your your one that was too old because your your one you have now and the one before are basically identical. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I kind of am toying with the idea of a lower back. So, so that if anybody has any insight on that, yeah, wheelchair friends, hook me up. So but, that's my that one time. That one time we got a boat of a wheelchair to use, and I it was like like my getting mind. an old like Lincoln car, you know, like those grandma cars. Like <laughs> they see me rolling. Dude, this thing was a limo <laughs> of a wheelchair. Like I could have fit in it. Autumn could have fit in it. You know, we could have fit a couple other kids. Dude, you know. it was legit fitted for a six foot person with long <laughs> ass legs. They were not my short legs, so. <laughs> If you're a wheelchair rep, you start studying the different types of wheelchairs and when it's appropriate. It's almost like he got commissioned for certain parts. Really? I don't know what I can't. I really can't think of his motive other than just sucking at his job. (laughs) I wonder if we got him fired. He should have quit on his own. He sucked (laughs) at it, dude. Sometimes you just suck at your job. Get better. That's fine. We all suck at things. We're all good at things, but that dude sucked. And (laughs) we are going to move on to our topic (laughs) of the week. (laughs) So our topic is strength. And I have a quote. It says she was powerful, not because she wasn't scared, but because she went on so strongly despite the fear. Um, When you meet someone who's been through a traumatic loss, whether it be like a family member, like a husband or wife or a kid or, um, functionality even or i have a friend that's lost a limb um you change with every bit of pain that you feel like mentally physically like with with all the pain each day in the hospital it was just like so overwhelming so much more so much more like all the all the things that were wrong and and all the things that i was trying to overcome but i really truly feel like that hole that i was digging with like in a sense the hole I was digging with pain was teaching me who I was it was kind of giving me like well yeah I think like like I said earlier like that was your your morphing like that was that was morphing time for you you know yeah it's morphing time you just you just learn a lot about yourself and you not that I don't have insecurities not that I don't feel uncomfortable not that I mean not that I'm 100% I've talked about my insecurities with my wheelchair and stuff like that but more than anything I know who I am like I know I can do hard things right I mean I'm just coming up with analogies on the top of my head and the only thing that came to mind was I mean take a seed a seed can sit there in a drawer, in a bucket, in a thing, and it's a seed. And it can live forever as a seed. Like, seeds are almost, I think, timeless. I don't know if they go bad. I don't know. But you can basically have a seed forever, and you have to, like, think of think if you're that seed. You have to stick it in the ground, bury it, and drown it with some water, and you may not get anything for two weeks, you know? But then two weeks, you start to sprout. You know, things start looking a little bit better and then you grow and then who knows what you're going to grow into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and you, you had to you go, go through, you could have sat there as a seed and you would have been on the seed for the rest of your life. <laughs> you know, this plain Jane. No, no, I don't know. I, I don't know who you were. You were not like a plain Jane, yeah. I bet. But, no, I have but a you had to be, that's for sure. You had to be shoved into the ground, buried, you know, 
in Not a dark, silly. you know, like a dark place in your life, you know, but yes. go through some, some really tough times, you know, and then you sprouted. And, you know, I think about my mom. Um, and now you're a beautiful when, flower. Oh, thanks. A beautiful autumn tree. Oh, geez. <laughs> so I think about my mom when she lost my dad. She had three young kids and she... I'm sure that she gained a lot of strength and she learned a lot about herself in this time that she was so low, right? I, I, I thought because, about that. Because like, look at how she pulled herself out. Look at what my mom did. Yeah, she's a She very went to successful. school. She became okay just with her. Be, she was okay being a single, a widowed mom or a widowed wife, mom of three. She was okay. She was getting by. She was going to school. She was doing these things. That now she is very successful because of the way that she responded to this, this tragedy that happened well, in her life. And it's and it's hard in the moment to say, look back and do you think you would be where you are right now if that one thing didn't happen? And we've all seen Back to the Future and how one little thing Changes can change everything. the trajectory of everything. And that's yep. and that is true. So. And so be grateful for your challenges. Yeah. And honestly, and I know that's you... a hard thing for like anybody to say because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people like, screw you. You don't have no idea how hard this is. And I don't. I really have no idea how hard anything that anybody's really More going through. More than anything, identify those challenges. And once they're over or, you know, once you're pulling yourself out, identify the good that came from them. Yeah. So, and, you know, me and Autumn have talked a lot lately and, like, changing some things in our lives. And we started thinking, well, where are we going to be? And we don't know where we're going to be. But you just have hope and faith that you are going to be in a better place. And you enjoy the ride. Yeah. You know, whether it's a bad day, whatever, a bad week, month, whatever. I'm not saying we're having a bad week, month, whatever. But <laughs> no. I'm just saying embrace them. And just push through. It's yeah. kind of like when your room is messy. You and, and your analogies <laughs> you know, What like, the heck? I mean, when I worked for Pepsi, I would this big load would show up. And I would look at it and I'd say, oh, my gosh. How am I going to get through this? Like, I was so mad. Like, there was times I wanted to just, like, throw the cans of soda at the wall. And I just said, okay, I just got to get moving. And if I keep moving... It's going to get done. It's going to get done. That's how I feel when I'm sewing a big batch of bows or yeah. like. As long as I just out. keep moving, moving just my keep hands. Just going and I'm going to just keep getting them done. You know, like Dory just keeps swimming. Yeah. yeah I'll let you go on. I can tell. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Nick is off the rails. You can tell it's almost 3 a.m. Yeah. Um, I just feel like when you meet someone that's gone through some shit, whether it's lo- like, like I said, whether it's losing a spouse or someone, you know, that's a strong freaking person. The, and you know they persevered even when they couldn't see as far as the next day. Yeah. They persevered. They got through it. They That's a strong freaking person. Um, I just feel like with each day you become stronger and each day you become more grateful for what you have. With hard times and struggle com- comes more appreciation for what you do have. So I don't know if you know who Nightbird is. No. She is, she was on AGT, America's Got Talent. She was a cont- contestant, and she has, like, a severe case of cancer. Um, she's saying, and it was beautiful, and it was, she's just so inspiring. Um, and she had to step away from the contest because 
her cancer is not at a good point and she had to focus on her health. Um, she did an interview that I saw the other day. And one of the things she said was, don't you want to see what happens if you don't give up? And I just, when she said that, I'm like, this relates to my life. Like this relates to my life. Do you want to see what happens if you don't give up? Yeah. When you're going through hard things, when you're in that deep, deep hole, when you're just, you don't think you can go any further. Are you going to yeah. give up or do you want to see what happens next? Yeah. And I, that totally brings me, you know, back to the other night. Lexi went to this hockey thing and it was a hard, she went through, she just wasn't on her game that day. And she had a lot of stress and she got off pressure and she got off the ice and she was just, she's just like, I, I'm done. I want to go, you know, I'm stressed. I've never seen her like that <laughs> ever. Yeah. So, and I was like, I don't care what happens. Like me and your mom and Autumn was right there. Like, we don't care what happens, but you got to get back out there. Like, you got to, like, I told just... her, I looked at her, I said, we're not quitters in our family. Yeah. So like, we have no... As hard, it, as hard as it is, if you fall 10 times when you get back out there, you got to get back out there. But you got to finish the practice. I said, if you get off the ice right now and you do not go back out there, you are always going to think, I should have just got back out there. Mm -hmm. And no matter what the outcome is, if you get back out there, you know that you got back out there. Mm -hmm. And she... She took a couple deep breaths. They got some water. And she got back out there. And I honestly was more proud in that moment, mm -hmm. you know, getting all emotional, of course. You know, <laughs> my daughter playing <laughs> hockey usually does that to me. But, you know, I was so proud of her because we've we've had a lot of times where she's just shuts down. She's she, very stubborn. And when she just makes her mind up, it's like, nope. And she got I'm back not. out there, and she finished it. And I was just With, so... She had red eyes. She so you could tell she had been crying. You could tell she was frustrated. The coach knew she was frustrated. Yeah. And he came to her, and he was like, you know, these are a lot of things you haven't done before. Once yeah. she got back off the ice, and, and he said, "I, you know, I'm proud of you for trying, keeping on trying through this, you know. And even yeah. when we talked to him after, he, he was proud that she got back out there, too. And... And I, for her to see that we were proud of her, even though this was not her best skate, and she was getting f so frustrated because it just wasn't working. Sometimes things just don't work, and that's not who she is on the ice. And so she's sitting here frustrated because she's like, this is not me. Why yeah. am I, you know, why am I struggling like this? This is not me. So um, back at it. Back at it. Sorry. I'm we kind of got off the rails there. Just like detouring, pulling that lever to take the track somewhere else. Yeah. And just bringing them back. Is. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here like, okay, I love it, but we got to stay on track, guy. <laughs> so when tra traumatic events happen, you tend to be grateful for every little thing you do have. There's moments that I'm like, in two seconds, I could have been gone in that accident at 16. Yeah. And can you imagine? One one what, rolled a different way, you know. Yeah. Could you imagine your life? We wouldn't have our three kids. You might have kids with someone else, but they would not be our kids. And we tell our kids that all the time. Like, you know, like. If, what I, if, if I wasn't here. And I, and like, that's like, I love my kids. One like, split second. One split second. Whether it be me hitting my head. Whether it, you know, I could have gotten smashed in between something. I don't know. Well, it could, it was a matter of one split second and I could have been gone at 16 and 
Think of all the little things that, or, or, you know, different injuries that made it so I couldn't be a mom that made it so that I couldn't function or had a higher level of a spinal cord injury, you know? And so for me, each little kiss that my kids give me or each little, um, there's moments that I get emotional and I don't, I'm sure the people around me have no idea. Like I just am quiet, but there's moments that I get emotional because I'm like just so grateful for the little things I have, you know, like I'm grateful as hard as this trial is or this thing that is that's going on or whatever. I'm just grateful that I'm at where I'm at and I do have what I have and I'm so happy, you know, I don't think, I, I don't know. I don't think yeah, and like people I, necessarily realize these little things. I'm sure they're grateful, but there's little things that go on that I'm just like, this could just not be, this could not exist. Yeah. And, and like we were saying, like, you know, I could be somewhere else. You could be somewhere else. We could both be happy, but we wouldn't be the same happy that we are right now. Yeah. Not to say we'd be more or less happy, but we wouldn't. Who be, knows where we, we wouldn't would be. be this happy? We wouldn't be having this these same feelings. Well, and, and life I love has my happened feelings. I'm the having. way that it's gone for a reason. Like I, I was talking to a friend, and she was telling me things that she's been going through, and and whatever. And I, t- I told her, sorry to be so sentimental, but maybe this is preparing you for the next step in your life, and yeah. you don't realize it but this is preparing you for something bigger that you don't realize. And she brought me back and she was like, that's not sentimental. It's the truth, you know? And it is because you, you may be going through these things, not realizing why you're having to put up with them. But a year down the road, you're going to be like, dude, look what that set me up for. And, and you know, everything maybe is 10 years. I'm 15 years down the road. And yeah. I'm like this accident that could have changed my life forever led to me meeting you literally like, two months after I got hurt, which led to a relationship and which led to marriage and kids and this thing that has now grown over 15 years. Into a podcast in our closet. Like, <laughs> it just could not happen. It just, you know, yeah. one little thing could have thrown a wrench in that whole thing. And Yeah, and I think, you know, I think that's just what happens when you, you just... You just got to know that things are going to work out. Yeah. So I. And you got to. But you can't just say, well, things will work out and I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. Like you got to. You got to make that decision to to work towards it. Yeah. And just recognize that strength. Try to recognize the strength that came from this hard thing that you went through, whether it be divorce you know, well, whatever you, the case is. When you lift weights, I don't lift weights. I mean, but you <laughs> What, tear, you don't? You're sitting here with no shirt on. I'm tarps off tonight, you know. <laughs> you don't but, lift weights? <laughs> but, uh, it means I'm probably not, you know, getting any action. Oh, there, my you know. gosh. You had to say it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, got the shirt off. But, like, I mean, when you, when you build muscle, you tear your muscles. You know, you mm-hmm. tear, you destroy them to rebuild them into something stronger. Yeah. And I just think that when little things are happening, just try to really be honest with yourself and just you're going to come out so much stronger. You're going to there in in whatever way it is, you are going to come out stronger. You're going to come out learning lessons. You're going to come out a different person. And you might not know that you learned that lesson until you've already learned it. And then you're on the outside and you're like, oh, my gosh, look what that taught me. You're going to be like. 
the Zen master of that. Oh thing, hell. You know? <laughs> um, so just try to see the strength in each day. Feed off of that strength, the positive attitude. Be true to yourself. Just all the things I've been preaching. I probably have been going on for way too long. <laughs> and you are you are your strengths, and you aren't the anxiety that comes with doing new things. And with that, you're not your effing chair. 